My name is Bill Crockett, and this is Touch of the Master's Hand. Thanks for joining us today. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Touch of the Master's Hand. I'm Bill Crockett, and this is episode number 10 in our series, How to Live for God in an Ungodly World. Today's episode's entitled, How Does Our Relationship with God Work? In our last episode, we learned that even though we're sinners, we can live for God. The key is our relationship with God through Jesus Christ. In this episode, we're going to discuss how that relationship works every day. As in any relationship, there will be conflict. There must also be interaction, trust, and dependency. The difference in this relationship and human relationships is that Jesus is perfect and we're not. He can be completely trusted and depended upon, and his interaction with us is always meaningful. So for humans who are flawed to be able to have a relationship with Jesus, who is perfect, God had to make some provisions for maintaining the relationship. So let's look at 1 John chapter 1, starting in verse 5, to see what those provisions are. First of all, we're going to look at God's perfection and our practice. 1 John chapter 1, verse number 5. This is the message we heard from Jesus and now declare to you. God is light, and there is no darkness in him at all. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. Here John is confirming the perfection of Jesus as God. He is perfectly sinless and holy. Because of that, John tells us that if we say or think we're in a right relationship with God, and yet we want nothing to do with the Bible or how it teaches us to live, then we are lying to ourselves. That's what he means when he says we go on living in spiritual darkness and do not practice the truth. The truth is God's word. Jesus, in his prayer in John 17, 17, said this, Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. The issue is not sinless perfection, but rather a life that is consistently lived with no desire to obey God. Look at verse number 7 of 1 John chapter 1 at our practice and God's provision. The Bible says, but if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. John makes a simple statement that explains how we can have a relationship with a perfect God by living in the light like God is in the light. Simply put, living in obedience to God's word the best we can. If we do this, John says we can have fellowship or a relationship with each other and Jesus. Then he also says that the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. All sin means sins from our past, present, and future. You see, God wants to have a relationship with us, so he provides a way to help us stay in a right relationship with him. Forgiveness. 
He always forgives us for everything when we ask with a sincere heart. Humans don't do that, but God does. Some may ask, does God ever get tired of forgiving us for the same thing repeatedly? Peter asked Jesus a similar question in Matthew chapter 18, verse number 21 and 22. The Bible says, Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? And Jesus responded, No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. Jesus was explaining to Peter that God's forgiveness is unlimited and so should ours be. You see, God knows what we're like, provides a way to maintain our relationship with him every day through forgiveness. Look at what the Bible says about who we are. Go back to 1 John chapter 1, look at verse number 8. If we claim we have no sin, we are fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we've not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. My dear children, I am writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ the one who is truly righteous. He himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sins, and not only our sins, but the sins of all the world. And we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. God clearly says that if we claim to have no sin or say that we have not sinned, or the implied thought is, if we think we will never sin again, then we're fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. Part of this relationship with God is realizing our limitations as human beings and who we really are. To think we will never sin again is contrary to what the Bible teaches us. John goes on to say, if we claim we have not sinned, God's word has no place in our hearts. Interesting that John says living in the truth or living for God and obeying God's word includes a healthy understanding that sin will always be a problem for us as human beings this side of heaven. But it also includes an understanding that we should not want to sin, but when we do sin, we can confess our sin to God and he will forgive us every time. Just so we don't think God's saying it's okay to sin or disobey his word, John says in chapter 2 and verse 1 that he is writing this to us so that we will not sin. The goal is to not ever sin again. However, he is quick to say that if anyone does sin, and we will, that Jesus will go to bat for us and we will be forgiven. Living for God simply means to live our lives the way the Bible tells us to. And when we make mistakes and don't live the way God says to, we confess that to God. He will forgive us and we can continue living our life according to the Bible the best we can in this wonderful relationship we have with God through Jesus. On Monday, we'll begin to dig into how to read, study, and understand the Bible 
so we can follow its principles every day in our life. I hope you'll join us then. Let's pray. Father, thank you for allowing us this relationship, even though we sin. And thank you for the gift of forgiveness when we confess with a sincere heart. Father, help us each day to live our life so that we please you in everything that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, thanks for joining us this week on Touch of the Master's Hand. I hope each of you have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend.